0: it up. Get ready. You're tuned in to V.O. Buzz weekly. weekly.
1: The show where aspiring voice actors, established
0: V.O. pros, and
1: curious fans alike get to meet and learn
0: from the mega successful, talented voiceover. Hear their personal stories. Find out how they became so successful.
1: Learn their secrets and join them at the top. top. Come on, come on, come on and get Buzz with us.
0: Be all you want to be.
1: So come on, come on, come on, and get buzzed with us! And now,
0: prepare to get seriously buzzed with your hosts, Chuck Duran and Stacy J. Aswan
1: Hey, everybody! I'm Stacy J. And I'm Chuck Duran. Are you ready for the incredible conclusion?
0: The conclusion, the incredible <laughs> of our
1: amazing conversation with you tonight. Let's go there. Let's talk about the audition process. You hear hundreds and hundreds of auditions on a daily basis. Obviously, you're not bringing 300 people in. So the that MP3, that almighty MP3, what is it that really stands out to you? Can you get, kind of give us an idea of, of what gives you the desire to maybe bring someone in for that little group of people that you're they're going to actually direct?
2: Um, for the actors, for the talent, they... Um... They should demand, because they're all recording in their home facility, as much information about the character as Mm -hmm. they can get. So some companies give very, very good um, model, description, copy. Some people give truly dreadful stuff. It's like a page of script, and they've circled a couple of lines on it that they want you to do, and there's no information about the character. So when they're sitting at home, and the actors are sitting at home at their recording facility they've created for themselves, sometimes which is just a closet, Mm -hmm. um, they... They need to ask those questions. What, you know, what does his character look like? What is it, you know, how does he behave in reaction to the other characters? And as many bits of information as they can get. And if the agent doesn't have it, they should have a good enough relationship with their agent that they can ask the agent to ask the casting director for more information. Because otherwise, it's just wasting my time or yeah. wasting the casting director's time. If they don't have the proper information, they can't possibly give a good audition. Yeah. Right. So um, let's go back to what the actor needs to be aware of. When I send out the audition copy to the agent, I say, audition every client you have if you want to, but only send me the five best for each character. Mm. So as the agent is sending it out to all their clients, they're calling it together, and then they're listening, and then they're choosing the five. The client, the actor, has to find out Am I being submitted, or am I being eliminated right yeah. there from the beginning? Mm-hmm. And is it happening over and over again? Am I being eliminated uh, eliminated on many auditions? And is that a result of the fact that this agency represents too many people in my category? Mm. They've already got five women that they're going to submit over me every single time. Mm-hmm. If yeah. that's the case, they need to look for other representation. And it may be they may be with a big, fat, beautiful agency that gets tons of audition copy and tons of work right. and have big, big, big clients. But if you're not getting submitted they're not doing a thing for you right. Right. you're better off going to a boutique agency a small agency who has only two people like you and then you're gonna get submitted every single time they get the copy mm-hmm. right. so that's something that the, the the actor has to think about getting all the information they can about the client here's something that's so crucial that I think actors don't think about when I'm listening to auditions I I really do try to give all the actors the benefit of the doubt and listen to as me, as much of the copy as I can But the truth of it is, after a couple of hundred of auditions for the same character, you get exhaustion. You actually, your ears get exhausted, They're, they're tired. And so I may listen to the first 15 seconds and move on if I haven't heard something that pulls me in. My point of telling you this is, grab me in the first 15 seconds. Don't save the best stuff for the yeah. end of the yeah. copy. Yeah. And if what that means is taking the risk to do that last paragraph first because the copy has been written where the the, the, the meaty stuff is at the mm-hmm. end, put that at the top. Because I have I will have heard it already a bunch of times. I'm right. not going to really care mm. what order it comes yeah. in. But do something to grab me in those first first 15 seconds that makes me continue to listen to the rest of your audition that will make me list you as... Call back, Mm
1: -hmm. you know,
2: worth another shot. Talk to the agent about this person. It may be somebody I don't know, but if the agent submitted them, they must be something that I don't know about that because I don't know this actor yet. Let me find out why that agent submitted Mm -hmm. them. So grab me in the first 15 seconds. And if you are going to submit multiple takes, which actors often do, they submit take one and take two, and this is both from the booth at the agent's office and from their home booth, Mm -hmm. they need to be way different. different because i have received auditions where i've listened to just for the heck of it the entire two takes and say i don't hear any difference right.
1: yeah. maybe a little tiny twist at the end i mean going up on a line and going down is not it's different. not two takes yeah. it's not two different
2: takes. Yeah. if you've got all right, I'm going to place this guy here in the throat and he's going to have a little bit of this kind of sound and he's going to do that. And then the other guy's going to be real pure tone and going to be deeper in the range. Then that's two different takes. But I don't want to hear anything two takes that are similar. Mm -hmm. Um, When you go in for a callback, what you must, must, must do is... Uh, know and be able to call upon what your initial audition was that got you in the room mm-hmm. and then have a completely different second take to do because here's what happens I, I, I've decided to call back these five actresses mm-hmm. and the first actress walks in and she does whatever she does and She does it great and we're happy and I make a note. She's terrific next girl comes in does equally as good an audition But I've already heard it right. and so everybody has to match up to that first actress So I'll say to the second actress. Okay, that's great. Do you have another idea? You have to have that second idea, and and I don't need you to stand there and go, yeah, you know, I had this on idea, Andrea. I thought if I don't take twenty Just seconds, do it. exactly, don't eat up twenty seconds to tell me what it is. Just dive in and do the audition. Yeah. Almost any casting director will give you 30 seconds more to do another take, yeah. another audition. And another really, really important thing is, not just for your recorded auditions, but especially for your callbacks, is if you're in the middle of reading the copy and blah, 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 and you stumble, stop go back. If you're in the middle of the copy, go back to the front of that line. Mm-hmm. If you're at the beginning of the copy, go back and start the copy again because you will carry that mistake with you. You'll be thinking about that yeah. for the whole rest of the 30 seconds that you're yes. auditioning. And so you must so you blah, 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 blah. go back to this. T- and and then you start with a clean slate. Mm-hmm. Literally a clean yes. slate. It's a clean clear. And And people often ask me about slating. And they say, do you prefer people to slate in their own voices and then dive into the mm-hmm. character, or do you prefer yeah. the character voice and the slate? And for me, it's whatever works for you, the actor. Mm-hmm. If it's if it helps you get into character, do the character voice. Part of me wants to hear what you really sound like. If I don't know you, I'd like right. to know who I'm listening to. So, you know, if I hear Hinden Walsh slate and then go into it, I kind of question if I don't know Hinden is that really what she sounds like Mm -hmm. or is that somebody putting on a little girl voice right um and and if it's Tress McNeil and Tress slates in her regular voice and then does a little tiny girl voice I'm like wow that's some versatility that's you know so yeah uh, uh, and then often from the booth directors they often slate them so they slate everything so they get all Mm -hmm. the auditions called from the various clients and the people have come in around their booth and then it's always the booth directors slate this is blah blah blah. This is blah blah blah. This is and so but I'm I of the mind that whatever helps the
0: actor is what right, works for me. Right. right, right. Beautiful. Very, very cool. Fantastic. Wow. Mm. Informative. <laughs> Are you learning? <laughs> huh? Are you I learning? should hope so. Um, what you got?
1: So we and you and you spoke about this a little bit earlier about really it is about the acting, but you know there is that there's people that say I can't do I don't have an arsenal of fifty character voices and archetypes and I can really kind of do these four sort of things and but this guy over here and this girl does fifty. I mean, what is your opinion about having what kind of library of voices do you need to have?
2: To me, it doesn't matter if you only do four voices. <clears throat> Pardon me if you do them brilliantly, that's great. It's fine, it's perfectly fine. You know you have that ability. But what I would suggest to those people is you probably have more voices. You just haven't really found them yet. And to those people who are already good actors and have taken lots of acting classes and are maybe still taking acting classes, then they need to get into voiceover classes, specifically geared toward animation. Mm -hmm. Because you can do what I like to refer to as steal with love, which is you go, wow, listen to that voice that Chuck just did. He found, I wonder what would happen if I did a voice that always kept the chin tucked down here and put the voice really down here. And it doesn't sound anything like what Chuck was doing, but that placement was someplace that I never even thought yeah. about going. Yeah. And then from every other student in the class, you learn things, right. and suddenly now instead of four, you've got six, right. yeah. and then your next class you've got 8 right. and, and it, even if
1: you go to voicebank.net and you listen to the oh demos gosh,
2: what a of, great
1: of the movers and shakers because what i might again the inspiration of someone's eight-year-old boy might be different than mine because I'm right. me and they're them. That's right. But that's a great place for people who can't get to that's right. good quality voiceover exactly right. training. Do, I
2: don't expect people to do an impression of another actor's right. creation. Right. What, yeah. what, what I suggested, and as you say, voicebank.net is a wonderful way for anyone to find out what voiceover what voiceover demos sound like for mm-hmm. animation, good yeah. voiceover demos. Right. And you do not have to be a member, you can just go up to the demo and section right, and right. click, Absolutely. and then animation, I mean, every agency breaks it down, commercial, narration, mm-hmm. blah, blah, and exactly. then click on it, men, women, and, and listen to to various different demos, and you get a really good sense of, and, and after a while you'll be able to tell yourself, good or bad, bad. Right. you can tell what's a good demo. The biggest mistake I think that people make on their demos is trying to put so many voices on there that the clips aren't long enough. Mm -hmm. And how I listen to a demo is I need to hear a voice long enough so that I can say how I would cast it. And if I can't identify it and place it, it's not long enough. Mm -hmm. So it may take 10 to 12 seconds for each character. So maybe on your demo you've only got eight characters, but if those eight characters show me versatility, I'll be willing to assume you'll be able to do the stuff in between as well. Mm -hmm. So show me your range and pick the best eight voices that you do, but establish them. Let me hear your acting before you move on. Now, I'm one of the people who don't care whether there's a through line. Mm -hmm. Some people really like to have a through line, a story, why this person speaks after this person. I don't care if there are eight completely separate. A pitfall that a lot of people fall into is um, allowing a demo producer to overproduce their demo. It almost becomes their demo, not right. the yeah, actor's the demo, right? Actor, and yeah. so they'll put so much music and so much effects that the voice gets lost in there, and or they'll decide they're going to pitch that voice, or they're going to make it sound like a robot, so <laughs> yeah. they're putting a you right. know, running it through a treatment. And, and I don't need to hear that. I need to hear the raw voice. Yeah. Two of my very favorite demos that I ever heard in my whole life had absolutely no production, none whatsoever. One was someone reading One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish, the Dr. Mm -hmm. Seuss book, and every two pages or so he would change his voice. And the other was a very clever through line story, but it was a guy, I think there was one sound effect, a guy walking into a psychiatrist's office, announcing himself to the receptionist, the receptionist responding, going in. I think the one sound effect was the door closing. Mm -hmm. And then the guy laying down on the couch, talking to the psychiatrist, and then all the multiple personalities that the -hmm. the patient had. And it was a very clever, but again, no production. And what that gave me was just all these wonderful samples of character, Acting, voices, and um, and not you know I, I don't the music and effects and all that stuff that that comes later. That's just as far as production. When I'm working with the actors, I need to hear the voices first. Right. Um, so don't let the demo get overproduced. Um, originality, versatility. Uh, and 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 no, something novel you know something that's just that we haven't heard before mm-hmm. just weird wonderful sounds you know there are some actors like d baker or oh, frank man. welker yeah. who can you know frankie could you do that apple talking <laughs> no a little greener and, yeah, he'll, make it and sound he'll make it greener. greener. Yeah. <laughs> d baker can you do you know the chain on my glasses oh, and oh. uh no it's a little more fluid and he'll do it. And so, if you have those skills, yeah. that's really Absolutely. wonderful to put yeah. those on there. So, um, and demos are your calling card. You know, for on camera work, your picture and resume has mm-hmm. always been now it's a website. Right. Uh, and now a it's website, a
1: thumbnail. It's yeah. like your thumbnail has I to pop. Know, okay.
2: I know. It's, it's a different crazy. world. It's a different Absolutely, world. Absolutely. Um, really and so, it's got to be really good. It's got to be. So, nothing on your demo should be. I I do that pretty good. It should be, I do that better than anybody else. I can do that at the drop of a hat. And Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be tricked out it shouldn't be electronically treated no. No, 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 no. and the other thing is if you choose to do a demo uh, a piece of your demo that has dialogue with two people mm-hmm. make sure that the other person is of the opposite sex exactly. yes. because i have literally well, yeah. hired yeah. people <laughs> and it's the wrong guy right because oh, there's two yeah. people on that and i thought it was the guy that... yeah yeah so... your demo
1: should not be promoting other people
2: correct yeah. and, and and also it, it, it's confusing as far mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. i hired yeah. the wrong guy mm-hmm. and right. that just makes me look a good right Jerk. Yeah. So make sure it's but but um, you have this wonderful source which is uh, voicebank.net and and listen to their demos and mm-hmm. listen to what the, what's on there and listen to voice actors who you've heard of and you yeah. know and whose exactly. credits you've and it seen. also
1: gives you an idea of that's what you're going up that's right you know that's absolutely and,
2: and here's something that I, I, I mentioned this when we were all together in Atlanta mm-hmm. and stuff but the what really key and crucial is as competitive as this field is and how difficult it may be to become a member of SAG or to get an audition or whatever people break in all the time they do they find their way don't give up hope if you truly truly want it and you work hard 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 and things line up as they should there is room for excellence there's not any room for mediocrity there just isn't There's, Mm -hmm. there's there's who wants mediocrity Nobody. we want new good beautiful and and every once in a while somebody will come into town and just blow you away whether it's jess harnell that we've become aware of or or um jeff bennett who moved into town from yeah. houston and we're like eric bowser yeah. now eric bowser i love him so much and eric has i was aware of eric for a long time and i i I knew that he was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. And I I kept calling his agent and saying, is he ready yet? Because he wasn't ready yet. And I knew he wasn't ready yet. And I did not want to put him in a situation where he got discouraged, where he got up there with the big boys and went, I really am not ready for this, and and then didn't continue to pursue. Mm -hmm. And then... Something happened and and what I think it is is his acting got really good because yeah. he could do the voices before But his acting wasn't up to the D. Baker's and the Frank walker's right, and yeah. those guys that were doing on the DiMaggio's and the Jim Cummings Although it just wasn't there yet yeah. And then I don't know whether he got it by osmosis of just being in the room with these guys or if he took classes I truly can't tell you mm. but his acting improved yeah. and now he is I mean today I worked with him yeah, twice he's so cool. yeah. we like ran from one studio to another across yeah. town to, to work yeah. with each other again and he's and Here's the other thing that's so key. When you do get the gig, when you do get the career, to be grateful. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, Jim Cummings, who has made millions of dollars as a voiceover actor, never comes in without saying, thanks for inviting me to come and play. Yeah. Thank Mm. you. This was such... Even if he's got two words, he's like, this was so cool. Thank you. And that's... That goes a long way with me, specifically, okay. and I think for a lot of people, too. Yeah. It's just, we all know we're so lucky to work in this field in the first place, and and to get to play with these talented, wonderful people, and hang out and have fun. A hard part of my job is stopping the joking around to get the work done. but right. right. It's my job to get the work done. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And so I, I, I'm often like the the teacher, and I'm like, okay, you guys, we have to get this done. I
1: separate you now. I, yeah. I, I, and
2: I do it. I'm like, you know what? You're talking over. Did you know? Did you 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 were talking over that actor working? I could hear you guys talking. You wouldn't want that, to, you know. And just I have to every yeah. once in a while I'll be the mom. Yeah. yeah. Hey, but Rob, what um, do it later. I know. Yeah. You hear that? They're just finishing the end of the story. I heard that the
1: mic picks up
2: everything. Uh Exactly, and so and then I always apologize because I feel bad because I don't want. It's crucial to keep that fun, happy, up energy because we're making cartoons for goodness' sake. Of course, and I really do believe that if that energy is not up and happening in the room, that it will transmit into the voices, and it will because we're doing the voices first. It will transmit Mm -hmm. all the way down the line, all the line, and that cartoon is going to sound labored. It's going to not be fun and bright. And and you want the the ad-libs that happen, too, and everybody's feeling comfortable and happy because actors are really funny, creative, wonderful people and mm-hmm. that's why we hire actors and not technicians to do voiceover because yeah. we want that input. I want somebody to
0: bring something to the party. Yeah, I, want- I was just going to say that. Mm-hmm. You, you yeah. bring one of these guys in, like a Rob Paulson mm-hmm. or... Or, and they take a script that's funny and make it mm-hmm. hilarious. Absolutely. Yeah. Right?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And the other thing you want to be aware of is not to ad lib too much. Because right. then the writers start going, what the heck is wrong with my really script? Hard exactly. On that. And especially yeah. if they're in the room. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and I caution people against that uh, in the audition process. Mm-hmm. You really have to tell whether or not the writer is in the room because at least give one pass as it's, written. Exactly. And then if you want to do an ad lib pass, like, I have one more version. Can I do that? And then mm-hmm. do your ad lib pass. Mm-hmm. But the, you're going to, put the writer off right away if you dive in right. and I've seen people when I put them up at the microphone because I'll walk an actor in set them up at the microphone and go in to, uh, to audition them and and I've looked at their scripts and they've written and that's not an ad-lib is it? No, yeah, you know so it's not I have an this actor, great ad-lib exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, and yeah. so you have to ask first of all, are you agreeable to that? Mm-hmm. And I'll always ask first for them not to and then if they want to do a second pass and you should ask because if you have some good ideas great but but don't just assume that well this isn't very well written i'm going to fix it because that's going to make the writer be very angry he's going to be making the decision whether or not your voice gets wow moved on to the next step everybody in that room has a say yeah and and something else i'd like to say to you all because you've all had the audition process and stuff typically when you see somebody behind the glass going they're probably talking about the lunch that was <laughs> delivered improperly. It wasn't the sandwich they wanted. They are not I said discussing medium, not your rare. performance. Yes. exactly. Yes. You cannot assume that they are discussing anything that has to do with you. You've got to close that out and just do your best work. Mm. Isolate yourself and do your best yeah. work.
0: Let's talk about your
1: book.
2: I have been compiling stories because I have some
1: um, yes, I as know. we I do. can yeah. see. I mean it's fantastic. I, and
2: I try to every day when I go home when something wonderful or weird or bizarre or whatever has happened, I I do write enough notes that I can remember. Yeah. Then then I will flesh out the story at some yeah. point. And I have announced my retirement in five years and um At that point, I will fully, Mm. because there it will be a bit of an expose as well. Wow! Yeah. And so uh, I have to wait till I. You have to go underground. I do. I I have to wait till I don't need to get work from these people anymore. Until because you know I've worked with producers who are angels to work with and who love my work and who we work collaboratively together. And I have worked with people who are nightmares and who you know, uh, uh, speak uh, never at a conversational level, but everything is always yelling and no and wrong and negative. And wow. I am very, very aware of the fact that when you work with an artist, whether it's a graphic artist or, or a singer or a musician or a, a voice actor, that you get far more mm. productive collaboration when you treat them kindly. Sure. And this producer was just... I had one producer in particular that was a nightmare. he mm-hmm. He has gotten better because enough people told him over the years. Right. but um, but I have all those wonderful stories. I have great stories about um, these actors. There was a time at Hanna-Barbera when they came to me and said, We're going to make forty one new episodes of The Jetsons. And it had not been in production for twenty six years. Mm. So I met with Gordon Hunt, who was the voice director, and I said, Let's try to get the original actors. Let's just start there. Let's find out yeah, who's yeah, alive yeah, yeah, yeah. and who wants to. And so I had to do some research. And I went up, and, and this is one of the stories that will go in my book, but I'll tell you a little bit of it. Um, well, you're
0: telling everybody. Oh, yeah. uh, exactly. <laughs>
2: OK, uh, I, I uh, that We had to go into the archives. And there was this one woman. Her name was Jamie. She was so great. She was this really tough, old broad. And she was the only person who knew where anything was of all the Hanna-Barbera library, including all the film footage and everything mm-hmm. the stock. And she said, oh, yeah, honey, I got the the, the Jetsons. uh," And I got the files on who was the cast because I wanted to know who the cast was. She brings out, like, a little stack of 3 by 5 cards written in pencil. That was the records of who was cast. Wow. And what I learned that was so cool was that for the very first episode they made, Maury Amsterdam was the first George Jetson. Mm. And they recast him. Wow. And then, so I took these penciled 3 by 5 cards and tracked down all the actors and found... Everybody, including George O'Hanlon, who had voiced George Jetson, Mm. and I spoke with his wife, and he had had a stroke a few years earlier and was, I think she said, like 65% blind. Mm. And I said, well, you know, she said, I don't don't know if I even want to bring it up to him. I said, you know what, you you decide. You decide which one. And so she talked it over and called me the next day, and she said, I haven't seen him so So excited excited since Uh. the stroke. And so we went to great trouble. To get all the original actors, we w- George, we would send him the script ahead of time, his wife would read it to him on cassette. Remember, cassettes? They would drive in from Westlake the day of the session. He listened to the cassette, so he'd have the whole story again. Gordon would sit in the studio with him. I would sit in the booth to listen to any problems, and Gordon would feed him the lines, and he would echo the lines back. And it was so cool because George Jetson's voice was a voice with character. It Mm -hmm. was not somebody doing character voice. So to find a sound alike would have been very, very hard. Yeah. And so... um, we did record 41 episodes of The Jetsons with Janet Waldo and Who's Mel Blank, just like, like Judy Jetson, and Mel Blank. And one of my prized wow. possessions is so cool. one of Mel's scripts because he would mark every word. He would draw a single line, a double line, a squiggly line, a double squiggly line, an accent this way, an accent that way, a little house, a dot over every word. word. Mm. He planned everything. He was remarkable. I loved working with him. And stories like, you know, when Mel was getting older and and coughing really badly because he was a smoker mm-hmm. and it was really affecting his voice, his son, Noel, and his doctor... Came up with a plan and told him that he had to have oxygen. He didn't really need the oxygen, but as you walk around with an oxygen tank, you cannot have a lit flame nearby. No. Mm. So oh, that's it good. It forced him to quit Very smoking. Very smart. Wow. And so I have all kinds of stories like that. Yeah. And so I would write down all these, that's you know, make notes about all these things. Yes, yes, yes. So cool. those kinds of inside stories mm-hmm. that you know, uh, and 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 bizarre new ones, and all these yeah. wonderful yes. stories of working with rappers and. All yeah but movies. it
1: must be fun to be able to when you when you like you like you were talking about earlier with with Dawes Butler when you go down those memories and then it brings up all these other things i mean so it's really it's, it's such a, I can't wait. It's going to be a beautiful memoir. It really is.
2: I've had this wonderful I mean, career. I don't want you to
1: retire. Uh, don't get me wrong. Thank you for that. But, um, and, and, you know, I've mentioned
2: retiring, and I, and I really do. I need to, at the very least, slow down. I just don't have the energy. <laughs> I just don't
1: have the energy. I don't energy. have the energy to slow down.
2: <laughs> but I mean, to, to really continue doing the work the way I was. Yeah. There was one season when I was doing 11 Projects. That's insane. insane. Now five taps me out, and um, and then I still get job offers, and I'm still like, maybe I could squeeze that in. Yeah. My husband's like, you just need to learn how to say no. That's exactly what I was going to say. My assistant and dear friend Susan Chico said, practice it with me, Andrea. No. And and it's hard for me. I'm so sorry. Okay, now do it
1: if you were across the (laughs) room. Exactly. No. Now pretend those guys are real jerks. No. You're doing workshops, and you're doing cons all I, over I the I don't world. do very many
2: workshops so. and I love teaching. I wish I had more mm-hmm. time to do that. Um, I, I do guest direct every once in a while so I'll right. go and do a, right. a two hour one right. night every right. six months. And that's because I, I work, I get up at four in the morning yeah. and I prep my scripts and then I'm in the studio nine to one and two to six which is how animation sessions run as you know. Right. And then I go home and return all my phone calls and emails and stuff and then I give some time to my sweet husband whom I still adore after 23 years mm. and spend some time with him and then he's a cool guy he's so oh, cool really cool he's yeah. wonderful we have a, a a book of his that we're publishing self-publishing a book on Woodstock a 150 page graphic novel that's going to come nice. out in a couple of weeks that right I'll tell you about when it happens and yeah. it's really wonderful he's a Tremendous man, and I adore him so. So we spend time together, and then by about ten o'clock, I got nothing left. Yeah. And then I try to watch some TV because I actually have to watch like TV. Like what? In, investigation
0: Discovery? <laughs> is that uh, what you watch?
2: No, <laughs> no, I have to. When people talk she about, I've cast, got to watch. Cli- exactly. A people say, you know, my client on blah blah blah. I've got to at least watch an Why? episode and find out what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And so I watch some of the popular TV that's going on, and they go, oh, that's who so and so is, and yeah, that might be a good voice. Mm-hmm. And so, and then I fall asleep, and then I'm. Up at four. Mm. And so uh, I, I, but I'm finding that I have less and less energy during the day, and I'm less and less tempted to jump at every single job that's offered. And I'm a little bit more, and and that gives me a little negotiating cloud because I can go, you know, I just. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Sorry, I'm
1: at my limit. I'm at my five. I, I, exa- Call me next year. Exactly. Sometimes I have to. I uh, yeah. just to go I'm Sorry. Yeah. You know,
2: please keep me in mind for the next right. one that comes around. Well, you and- don't
1: need to. You don't need to burn it at both ends and give it all away. And then, you know, you you and your you know sweet husband need to have I, I the do. energy and the time to do what you want do. to do. And I
2: do. And 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 the thing that I do outside of this work, which I think we have to all have, mm-hmm. is I'm a gardener, mm. and I'm a gardener because it's outside. Yeah. You see the sunshine you put a plant in the right soil with the right fertilizer and the right mm-hmm. amount of water and the mi- right amount of sun and it grows and, it and grows. flourishes yeah. Yeah. and does what it's supposed to do and it doesn't go to North Carolina for eight months to do a series. And, yeah. 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 Um, and so it just, there's something so joyous about that and mm-hmm. I, I need time for that too. So when I get up at four in the morning and I prep my scripts, as soon as light enough, I go out in the vegetable garden and I pick I a few things. And, that's,
0: some, so, that's so sweet. Brush off the dirt, eat know. the radishes. What do you like yeah. to grow? And
2: right now I've got radishes, beets, carrots, uh, arugula, um, a couple of lettuces, three different kinds of tomatoes, Yum. basil, and a handful of other things that are just coming up. Dinner at and Andrea's You're tonight. You're a farmer. I love, I love it. Well, when, when, back in 86 when the Screen Actors Guild struck and we didn't yeah. have any work, I opened a landscaping company building people, organic vegetable gardens that was wow. called Landrea.
1: Landreia. Landreia. That was
2: my landscaping business I
1: love it yeah. And
2: so I still do help people with their yeah. garden and stuff and It's I just wonderful love it. to take
1: something from and, and then all Oh it's remarkable it's yeah. oh, And
2: then yeah. to eat it and not yeah. have to worry So you know a, a busy night And I don't have time to shop I have some pasta and Absolutely. go out and pull beautiful. vegetables And we're golden beautiful.
1: Andrea was there any advice That you got along the way in your career That really helped you
2: Um Joe Barbera and Gordon Hunt both said to me at different times, if you're not having fun doing this, then you're in the wrong business. Mm. And I've taken that with me
0: everywhere,
2: everywhere, because that just totally makes sense. I mean, yes, there's complications and yes, there's frustrations and there's stress and there's pressure because it's production. Anytime you have production, you're going to have those kinds of stresses. But I spend many hours every day laughing. I I do. And so that's just, you have to have that joy. You have to have joy. And I respond well to joy. I find the joy in little things. Even the joy of somebody letting you on the freeway in front of them when they didn't have to. Or Mm -hmm. the kindnesses of somebody getting out of their car to help an older woman who's clearly having trouble with her groceries or whatever. Those little kindnesses, those things. And so those bits of advice have always been good. Mm -hmm. My, (laughs) My mom... God rest her soul, I lost her about six years ago. and I had this wonderful family. I'm one of eight kids, Mm -hmm. Italian dad, Jewish mom. So my joke is i been lost and guilt. Um, But the description of my dining room table at at, at home when I was growing up was, mom would be at one end discussing politics and finance and the news and stuff, and the other end would be my dad whispering dirty jokes into my ear. And I very fortunately got a bit of both of them. But um, what I I learned from that and, and, and was that you have to have a little bit of everything. You can't just be all this, or all this, or all this. You have to be able to discuss what's going on in the world, and mm-hmm. a lot of times I like to just close that out because so so much yeah. of it is depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you also have to be able to laugh through the day as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. And so that was advice that my parents instilled in me, and I, I, I like that yeah. very, very much. And, um... And you know the joke that we've all said for years and years is the you know, how does it go? W W F D. What would Frank do? Because <laughs> Frank Welker has always been the 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 benchmark for professionalism and yeah. silliness and fun and elegance and class and mm-hmm. um, and so it, I've seen so many ways that he has done business that I've followed in his footsteps in that way and and you know the, the thing that about this industry is you can learn something from everybody, everybody. everybody. even the jerks you even learn. what not yeah. to do that's yeah. exactly what you learn from yeah. the jerks right it's yeah. Yeah. what not yeah. to do but everybody that, you know when I was an actress and studying from all the different acting teachers that I did study from there was something from that guy I could use and something from that and most of that didn't work for me, but he had that one idea that I can use. Mm-hmm. And you know, you, you take and you, you call together what works for you, and then you become mm-hmm. the actor that you yeah. are. And that's the same in whatever you choose to do. You learn the little pieces, and you go, this is not worth it for me, it's not working. Yeah. And this you take and you use. And then, um, you know, I've, I, I'm not a religious person, per se, but I, I genuinely do believe that if you live by the golden rule, which yeah. is kind of a corny thing, your life will will, karmically, will work out. Mm -hmm. Because if you treat people the way you wish to be treated, that's just, that's the best you can hope for, truly. Yeah, yeah. and how can you lose? Exactly. And um, if you, uh, as a, doing what I do, casting, directing, I always treat actors the way I wanted to be treated when mm-hmm. I was an actor. Mm-hmm. And and I think to so go back to the very first questions that you were asking, me, I think yeah. that's why actors respond to me, because mm-hmm. I treat them the way I wanted to be treated, which is with respect and understanding of what it is they're going through and what it took for them to get in front of me.
0: We finally mm-hmm. got to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> took us a little bit, but we got it. Um, thank you so much for sharing that. That's oh really, my really gosh. cool. My pleasure. Uh, and, and How do you stay looking so great? What do you do? Do you get up in the morning? You look
1: amazing. Amazing. (laughs) She eats organically
0: grown. When you moved out here, you were overweight and blah 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 and all stuff years ago, and now you're like beautiful. I have good genes.
2: My my parents are very Mm -hmm. healthy people. My dad is 95 years old and still alive. Wow, that's great. Uh, My mom passed away at 87, and you know, after eight kids, and she did smoke for many years, and I smoke. I confess, I do smoke. Mm. Uh, I'm never giving it up. I love it. (laughs) Um, But I'm sorry. Don't try to make her. I love it. I just love it. Um, and I'm not encouraging anybody to smoke. Never <laughs> yeah, don't do it. If you're going to quit it. it yourself, you should. Plus, she didn't say what, what would she smoked. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But, um, Organically my, grown oregano. I, I do grow uh, my own vegetables, and that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been a vegetarian for, or, or not eating red meat, in well over 30 years. Um, once I did take the weight off, and it took me four years to take the weight off, mm-hmm. and moving to California was a big part of it because. Here, they don't okay. wear layers and layers and layers yes. of clothes. Yeah. And it is a more physical-oriented Right, And you can be city. outside every day. And so day. I swam, swam, swam. Yeah. And um, I have for the last... 20-plus years, mm-hmm. I walk three miles every day. Mm-hmm. That's my exercise every morning. Every and morning. when I have those sessions that start early and I have to drive across town and I can't walk, mm. I'm really, like, a. I feel like I've missed something. Like, I didn't get that exercise. In Not even a real... Starbucks will make up for that? It, it helps. <laughs> it helps. But <laughs> okay. there's something about that. And I don't listen to music when I walk. I like to listen to, it's I very don't quiet either. in the morning. I don't there's either. The, the little bit of the, the kids' sounds and the mm-hmm. bird sounds mm-hmm. and maybe the, the squirrel Scratching at the tree or whatever, but it, it's that uninterrupted 45 minutes of what do I have to do today? Okay, don't forget to do that and and. Look how beautiful that yard yeah. is! And just hearing and, your own breath—it's wow, just so great. Wonderful. And I need to get my roof redone. That's a good-looking roof, and you know things yeah. like that. And what are they growing? And, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and and that time that that no cell phones can bother me, and oh, no yeah. emails can bother me, and no yeah. people can get at me, and it's my forty-five minutes. And it's a very selfish time that I take mm-hmm. for myself. So that exercise helps. I have stopped going into the sun and you know growing up on Long Island you know in the 60s we put baby oil on our face to draw the sun to it (laughs) we weren't told about sun damage and so I've avoided that so that may help I've not had work done on my face I've not Collagen or anything in there, um, but i, 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 I stopped, yeah. you know, whatever yeah, any yeah. kind of yeah, botox no, or anything. It's, it's just and, yeah. and so I, I and I feel like I've earned all the wrinkles, you know, mm-hmm. and I've earned all the gray hairs. And I, mm-hmm. I joke about, you know, this is Pinky in the Brain. <laughs> yes. This is yeah, Batman. Yeah. Um, but I—I I like the. Um, I used to color my hair and stuff, and and uh, the chemical stuff I couldn't do anymore. Mm-hmm. I yeah. needed to get rid of that. So, um, and I felt like I it suited me somehow the gray hair I, I just like it so thank you for the compliment Absolutely. And I, I think it's my joy of life too because I, yeah, be. I I'm a very yeah. happy person and
1: I think you're you're a grateful spirit the fact I that am. you live you, you so every clearly day. live in gratitude every and that day. is just every such day, a, every yeah, every lots minute. of longevity that's such a longevity building thing I have so absolutely. many blessings
2: every single day yeah. and, and I don't mean that in a religious way because I don't I, it bothers me when people are always regardless of what your religious is to hoist it upon somebody Mm -hmm. so uh, you know the blessings that I have are general blessings and you know thank God whatever that God is God could be a tree or whatever Mm -hmm. it is but it's it's those wonderful moments that you appreciate and understand like I drive a beautiful car and I have a beautiful house and I I worked really hard for all these things Mm -hmm. and and I'm glad that I worked for them and I'm glad I wasn't born with a silver spoon because very few people born with a silver spoon and have an appreciation the way those who have yeah. had to earn it uh-huh. do. Mm-hmm. And true. so I, I I'm, you know, my family is wonderful, and I adore them, and I, 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 I love living 3,000 miles away from them, and you know, missing yeah. them. And yeah. they'll all be here for my 60th this year because it's my 60th birthday. Wow. They'll all come out, and we'll hang out. And and that's why I've announced my retirement too, because 65 seems like a perfectly reasonable mm-hmm. retirement. Well, oh, and you have
1: so much life ahead of you. I, and I
2: want to enjoy that. that. I want to go live to in enjoy. Brazil for a while. Mm-hmm. I want to live in Kauai for a little while. I want to know all those islands. Beautiful. I know Kauai brilliantly. Mm. I want to live in Kauai, but I want to go explore those. I want to live back in the Hamptons for a little while in the summer, mm. I'm thinking, right. not in the winter. Yes, uh, And maybe in Manhattan, whatever. I, I, but I want to have years when I can still hike and walk Absolutely. and play. And, then enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. and enjoy. Absolutely. Thanks. Very yeah. cool.
1: So we would love to ask you if you have any current projects that you can talk about. I love that
2: gesture. We, we're so <laughs> open. I love that. It's like, you. whatever you want, I was going to say yes because it was so lovely.
1: It's my um, dancer coming out. My, <laughs> I love choreography.
2: I, uh, I'm i working on a couple of truly wonderful projects, and I only pick wonderful projects. I'm sorry, I just yes. did. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which makes me really happy because mm-hmm. of that circuitous yes. thing, and a beautiful cast. A
0: beautiful, marvelous cast. It really is. Yeah.
2: And um, then for DreamWorks, uh, I'm doing two, Three series, two of which I can talk about. One is Turbo Fast, mm. which is a terrific so uh, series b- uh, based on their movie. Yeah. And it's a, a wonderful, wonderful series. And if I can very selfishly say, I think it's far better than the movie. It's really Wow, great. I'm sure. And then Puss in Boots, which is stunning. I just think mm. it's beautiful. What they have managed to do animation-wise with the limited budget that they're given um, and the voice acting is they're all so good yeah. it makes me really happy and there's kids in that show and I love working with kids so good and there's one series that I cannot talk about but it's really exciting truly exciting really good and that's coming out uh, the, I'll be able to talk about that in about six what months does it up, what it start with don't talk I can't I can't, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but it is based on an existing property. How about I give you oh, that there you it's go. an Existing property. Uh-huh. But you something have your clue. really cool that I've been working on lately—that's a big fan favorite—is an online game based on the Joss Whedon series Firefly. Firefly. Wow! And that makes me really happy. And
1: didn't you cast the entire?
2: With the exception the, of one actor who yeah. didn't want to come back, and I don't know why, and it makes me really sad. And one day I'll get to the bottom of it. But and I've worked with this person mm-hmm. before. Or he's going to be in the book. See, he's exactly. going to be, that a would be part of the book. You that,
1: go back. That's got a whole
2: story around it too, uh, and that wow. will be part of the book. But um, but that makes me really happy. And every time I mention that uh, to fans they're crazy. And I, I've been working with Sean Maher on a couple of he plays Nightwing for me in a couple of movies and yeah. we've done some press things and people or and we'll just be together in a restaurant or whatever and people will very shyly come up and say, Are you Sean Marr from Firefly? And he's very funny with his fans. He'll be like, Sean who? Hmm? Yeah. And then but the the fans' reactions is so dear. The Firefly fans are well, you know the story of Firefly, right? How mm-hmm. they the brown coats they call themselves, the series was long gone and they made such a fuss online mm-hmm. that they got a forty million dollar mm-hmm. feature film Greenlit. Mm-hmm. The yep. fans wow. made it I didn't happen. Know that.
1: It's like the Futurama the, syndrome. That's you right. know, people... That, that mm-hmm. happened
2: before Futurama. Yeah. It was the first Futurama. The the fans insist mm-hmm. upon it, and then they made a very successful movie. Amazing. Isn't that cool? Very yeah. cool. So yeah, that that project made me really happy. And there was so, oh, and, and I have one more um, Warner Brothers movie coming out, um, a Bruce Timm original story Wonderful. that's coming out for uh, Comic Con this year.
0: Wow. Fantastic. So you're already busy, and you already have plans to be even more busy. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I am.
1: Well, it's going to be a fun Fantastic. five years.
0: Let's ask her a little Ms. If question, yeah. Miss Landrea. Yes.
1: Okay. Would you pick a number between five and one hundred and twenty-nine, please?
2: Uh, <laughs> let's do. Hmm. <laughs> Is this the question?
1: <laughs> well, that's the first question. Okay. That's the first let's time we've 55. We fifty-five. I like fifty-five. Okay. It's good. We're all about the fives. Five I thought you years. were going to
0: say sixty-five.
2: What? Because Your the retirement, retirement age. age. Man, okay, that was too 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 easy.
1: <laughs> okay, if do you like to cook? I love to cook. Okay, good. That's a great question for you. If you could master one type of cuisine, which one would you choose?
2: Japanese. Because it's so very hard it and is. different. I know. it's I, I, artistic. I can I mean I can master the French and, and not master, mm-hmm. but I can cook yeah. Italian, right. I can cook French, I can cook, you know, Mexican food, which is great and easy and wonderful yes. and delicious. Mm-hmm. But Japanese is so I know, and the
1: special.
2: It's like learning how to play an instrument, yeah. man. It, I mean, it really is. Is. And then it's if you start detailed. going into sushi, oh, that's oh, such an art and mm-hmm. beautiful yeah. and that's years of training yes. and beautiful. But that would be something.
1: Well, maybe in your retirement you'll become a sushi chef or something. That
2: could
0: happen. At least a home one. Yeah. You know, I, you know, fresh it tomatoes could happen. and carrots. See, and- it's <laughs> true. It's true. Uh, I have to say, man, that, you know, for a long time now, ever since we, we, we started, started the show, the show um, you were you. on our list of Guess that we really, really want. How to long have. ago
1: was that? This was uh T- January 2012. Wow! Yeah. And like so you, I, I quite said, quite and I'm time. a big one about like. And I said, Chuck, I said, it's just, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then we, and it just organically, and then we saw yeah. you in in Atlanta, and I, it just, it felt right, and it just, mm-hmm. we and wanted to, had, you know, we, we wanted to get it right. This is 100, and you know,
0: yeah, exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But. And then the neat thing is that we've had. Everybody, just about not everybody, but almost everybody that you've worked with Mm -hmm. currently sit in that chair. And I think there hasn't been one person that hasn't mentioned your name. Oh, that's
2: nice. Uh, And it wasn't that damn Andrea? uh, No, (laughs) No. it wasn't at all.
0: Um, And so, you know, we're so grateful for you to take because Uh. we know how busy you are to take the time to come and say hi to us and share with all of them all Mm -hmm. over the world. Uh, you, you're such a sweetheart. It's my honor. It's my pleasure and honor to be you're here. Thank you. You're always welcome here. And we just thank, thank, you. thank you for
1: all that you yes. bring to this business. And I, you know, I wish you and your husband and your family just oh my gosh, just decades more of thank exciting you. adventures.
0: Thank you. Absolutely. And we will see you guys next time.
2: Hello, I'm Andrea Romano, and I just got buzzed with Chuck and Stacy. We had the nicest conversation. You guys should really tune in and listen
0: very cool. Okay, one word, wow, wow, exclamation points, all caps, All bold,
1: underline. So
0: cool. I'll tell you what, man. That is the real deal right she there. Is an and it, I heard so many nuggets that if you really listen deep 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 to a lot of the stuff oh, Andrea gosh. was was talking about, even the parts of, within her story and oh, stuff there, yes. it's
1: it, incredible. And I cannot wait for
0: this I, book. Absolutely. And I cannot
1: wait for her to have a wonderful time oh. with her family and just what an incredible woman. Oh, we love her. President, Vice President, president, co-president yep. of Absolutely. the Andrea
0: Romano Fan Club. Absolutely. I, I tell you what, I hope you guys enjoyed watching her as much as we enjoyed bringing her to you, yes. because I know that we enjoyed it like crazy. We were going to be, we were, no, we are going to be back <laughs> yes. next week, not with part four, but with a brand yeah. new episode of VO Buzz Weekly. Absolutely. All
1: right? In the meantime, stop by and see us on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We love you guys, thank you so much for watching, and just remember, you always always have have time for a little buzz. buzz.